Welcome to Musings with Miss Alice, a podcast filled with inner thoughts and reflections on music, education, identity, and all the intersections to liberate and be free. Take a listen, tune in, let's explore what's within. Welcome everyone to Musings with Miss Alice. I'm Alice Toy, and I'm coming to you on the unceded land of the Muncie Lenape and Canarsie peoples also known as Brooklyn, New York. My pronouns are she, her, hers, and I identify as an Asian American, specifically ABC, American-born Chinese daughter of immigrants. Follow and connect with me through my website, alicesoy.com, on Instagram at musicwithmissalice, Twitter at aliceannsoy, and take a screenshot of the podcast and tag me in it. It's May, and that means it is AAPI, APIA, APIDA, Asian American Pacific Islander Heritage Month. There are many names for this Heritage Month celebrated every year. I only personally learned about this Heritage Month, I believe, in college, in taking an Asian American Studies course as an elective. Aside from learning about the Chinese Exclusion Act and Japanese internment in high school, that was the first time I learned about Asian American history in depth, and I've always been fascinated with my own history. With increased racist rhetoric spewed over the past year and cases of COVID-19 fueling anti-Asian hate and racism, this month is one of reclamation. The reclaiming of our history, our joy, our arts, our lives is so important this month. And quite frankly, every month, every day, all year long. Heritage Months are only a starting point to reinvest our learning. In addition, April was Arab Heritage Month, and May is also Haitian Heritage Month. If anything, for me, Heritage Months serve as reminders to continue learning and amplifying the important communities, cultures, and people within the celebrated heritages. The work cannot solely exist within the assigned month, but instead year-long and ongoing. We cannot fall into the trap of categorizing learning into Heritage Months alone. This AAPI Heritage Month, I am committing to learning more about Pacific Islanders, inclusive of heritages stemming from Micronesia, Melanesia, and Polynesia. I've also found so much joy in seeing my fellow AAPI folks share what they are doing and creating and some non-AAPI folks sharing and amplifying us. I've been thinking critically about one of my call to action demands back in March after the Atlanta shooting, the need to teach Asian American history, including and beyond Lunar New Year. I want to add including and beyond AAPI Heritage Month. I've been thinking about this because I know that there are many AAPI adults, including myself, who so badly just want harmful attacks to stop completely. Realistically, I know that they won't, and unfortunately, they have continued since then. But the solution is not just in teaching AAPI history, although this is of course important for our kids. In addition to the letter I wrote in March advocating for AAPI history and more for the AAPI community in schools and institutions, which can be found at bit.ly slash AAPI letters to schools, I wrote a letter yesterday 
for rethinking ethnic studies as American studies. And here is my letter. Dear educators, legislators, and stakeholders in education, I urgently ask that you critically rethink, develop, and expand ethnic studies within American studies in our K-12 schools. Ethnic studies, as I define it, is the interdisciplinary learning of history, race, and identity that centers the perspectives of racially marginalized groups in American society. Each individual and school defines ethnic studies differently. American history courses do not always include ethnic studies, even though ethnic studies is inherently American studies. According to the National Education Association, only California, Connecticut, Indiana, Nevada, Oregon, Texas, Vermont, Virginia, Washington, and the District of Columbia have K-12 ethnic studies laws or policies as of January 2021. The ethnic studies laws and policies themselves vary significantly by location and in everyday practice in schools. Ethnic studies in its current form can include, but is not always inclusive of or limited to, Black, Latinx, Asian, and or Indigenous studies. Currently, a single class focusing on only one ethnic group's history is often what substantiates ethnic studies in a school. However, teaching and learning about only one ethnic group's history is insufficient. To start, educators can listen to and read the work of culture holders and learn the accurate, specific histories representative of their students and school community. Educators can then begin being culturally responsive and sustaining by teaching ethnic studies in an expansive, non-monolithic way that centers the joy, individual lives, and arts within each ethnic group. Educators must also center each ethnic group's members taught in the classroom in an uplifting way that does not begin at a moment of historical trauma. Teaching Black history cannot begin at slavery. Teaching Asian American history cannot begin at the Chinese Exclusion Act. A trauma-informed approach to teaching must be utilized in teaching all ethnic studies. In addition to advocating for the individual histories of each ethnic group identified in our local communities, we can demand more inclusive ethnic studies to understand and celebrate all marginalized voices and histories. The existence of an ethnic studies course focusing solely on one ethnic group's history is simply not enough to be actively anti-racist and dismantle white supremacy. We can rethink ethnic studies as a way of understanding multiple histories, races, and identities occurring simultaneously as they intersect and diverge. We must decolonize 
American studies and abolish the current common practice of teaching history as a linear timeline of events that prioritizes whiteness. In rethinking ethnic studies as American studies, educators can create brave spaces for student-led discussions on race and racism within ethnic studies, highlight cross-racial coalitions and solidarities between communities of color in history and present day, use critical race theory with actively anti-racist practices in teaching, and empower students to better understand their individual identities and collective histories. It is imperative that through this ongoing work in anti-racist education, we collectively lift student voices through joy. I, along with my community, urgently await your response and action through the work of ethnic studies as American studies. This letter, linked with resources, can be found at bit.ly slash ethnic studies letter. Our continuous critique of our current system is critical in rethinking and reimagining education for our children and our communities. As I always say, the work continues. But with the work, I hope you are finding ways to find your own joy and celebrate yourself each day because you matter. Your joy matters. And as my students have written and sang, our joy is revolutionary. Thanks for listening to my musings. Connect with me, Alice Toy, on Instagram at Music with Miss Alice. Let me know what you're thinking. Until next time, keep musing on and listen to your own musings.